Welcome to the Muckle Tail Football Show. My name is Miles. The Miami Dolphins are team number 15 on our 32 team countdown to 2022 NFL kickoff. The Dolphins are on year, well, I guess it would be 22 or 23. Their, their quest to find a replacement for Dan Marino, <laughs> who retired in 1999. It's really the curse of Dan Marino. I don't hear that uh, shouted out a lot, but I've always perceived it as like the Dolphins' like lingering punishment for having 17 seasons with one of the best quarterbacks of all time being Dan Marino and not getting him a Super Bowl. Their punishment is to circle around the drain looking at what it's like without Dan Marino over and over and over again. <laughs> um, it's really They really have not had a great quarterback. They had Ryan Tannehill, Dolphins Ryan Tannehill, who did not do great, and Jay Fiedler, who, who replaced Marino right away. Those are by far the two best, by the way, Tannehill and Fiedler. So it, it's it's been a it's been a time for Miami in the 21st century, but to, uh, Tua Tungavailoa is the is in danger of being the most recent quarterback to join Tannehill and Fiedler, basically as the relative busts in the shadow of Marino. But it's also possible that he that he doesn't. Maybe Tua takes that next step. There's some exciting stuff happening in Miami right here. They're doing the correct work around Tua. While Tua's on his rookie contract, they're they're spending, they're bringing in veteran talent. They overhauled their receiver and running back groups. I mean, they, they kept Miles Gaskin. They kept Jalen Waddle, who they drafted six overall, kept Mike Kosicki. So, yeah, kept those guys. But other than that, just an infusion. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle in at running back, Cedric Wilson at receiver, and of course, from the Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreek Hill comes over to the Dolphins. This is a, this is a seriously intriguing group in terms of explosiveness and speed, especially putting it in the in the on paper context of the San Francisco 49ers offense because they've hired Mike McDaniel um, from the 49ers. So. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited though though I was excited for the Dolphins last year too. <laughs> I was I was pumped about their roster and and all the draft capital they had. A lot of it they just spent on Tyreek Hill, but that's okay. Um and then they lost 7 in a row <laughs> with Tua throwing short in short into tight coverage. <laughs> It was it was like banging your head against the wall watching the Dolphins last year as they lost seven in a row and the offensive line was just a total mess. The defense wasn't living up to that considerable hype, but then they turned it around and they won seven in a row. So that was largely the defense getting better. People maybe put too much into the seven game winning streak. You know, I I talked about it during the season, but. Besides the the game in which they played Lamar Jackson in Thursday Night Football uh, and kind of started his decline, they played like Jets, Flacco, Glennon, the Giants with Mike Glennon. They played the Saints with Ian Book. They played the Panthers with Cam Newton returning bizarrely and having P splitting snaps with P.J. Walker. It's like the Dolphins got the, got the primo schedule of the year. Not to take it away from them, they did win seven games in a row, but it wasn't um, what you might think of when you think of a seven-game winning streak. 
especially right after a seven-game losing streak. <laughs> what a weird season for the Dolphins. Uh, and so Brian Flores, the coach uh, for the Dolphins, was let go. Safe to say that that wasn't purely on performance. There, there's friction with ownership. Going back to 2019 when the owner told Flores to tank games, uh, the result of the investigation is, yes, he did say that. The owner did say that. But no, he wasn't serious. <laughs> I'm not making that up, by the way. That is the result of the investigation. <laughs> So Brian Flores will hopefully get another shot somewhere. I thought I thought he had building something. I I liked him as a coach. I thought he was going to be that that Belichick coach to finally succeed. Currently uh, on the Steelers over there. So, but it does it paves the way. It may be a blessing in disguise for the Dolphins because there's something exciting happening here with Mike McDaniel. They've brought in a total nerd <laughs> Mike McDaniel who is locked in Kyle Shanahan's basement <laughs> running spreadsheets and computer algorithms is taking over as head coach for the Miami Dolphins and it it's kind of fun it's something different you know um he comes from the Kyle Shanahan tree as i said and it's not necessarily the have a sandwich with McVeigh or Shanahan and get hired as a head coach trend that we've been talking about with Kevin O'Connell to Minnesota, Zach Taylor to Cincinnati, Robert Sala to the Jets, Staley to the Chargers. You know, this Mike McDaniel has been there with Kyle Shanahan. This is instead of having a sandwich with them, this is more like hiring the chef for at the Shanahan mansion for like a decade. McDaniels was there for well he was in houston with kyle shanahan with the arian foster andre johnson matt schaub texans offenses that were so fun in 09 2010 he was there for the 2012 rg3 rookie year there for the good cousins years in in washington 2014 2015 he was there for the falcons 2015 2016 the matt ryan mvp year and then of course followed kyle shanahan to san francisco and all the the propping up of, of Mullins and Jimmy G that they've been doing with uh, so much, just so much uniqueness. I love the San Francisco offenses. We'll be talking about when we get to San Francisco as well, but McDaniels has been there so long, so long. And it's possible that McDaniels is actually the secret sauce, right? It's possible that my, Kyle Shanahan actually struggles without McDaniels for the first time in his career. The the alternative or the 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 inverse inverse converse the opposite of that is that McDaniel's maybe maybe wasn't a head coach and is a nerdy last piece in the cupboard uh, because everyone else from the Shanahan McVay tree has been hired to be a head coach already but we shall see I land on I think McDaniel is is legit I think he's kind of grown up with this and now he's now he's ready um, it's gonna be exciting. I, I, I will be rooting for this, partly because I like the the teacher, smart, analytical coaches, and I, I don't like the just the in the past, you know, push push the cattle down the road, tough-nosed coaches, because that's not the game anymore. That's not the game. The game is too uh, intellectual now. And and it seems like, oh, how hard can it be? You have to tackle the guy. You got to make split second decisions. Only smart. All the players that are playing in the NFL are really smart. <laughs> they are really able to do this. There's a lot of talent that because they don't have the work ethic and don't have the intelligence, can't do this. And that that gets missed a lot, I think, in, in our fandom. How how much mental work goes into being 
an NFL player, much less an NFL star. Um, so Mike McDaniel, I think, can help with that. And Tua, it seems to fit the offense, at least in an in a abstract thought. You know, he's he's not Mr. Go Deep, you know, despite all the speed they have with Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill on the same team. But speed doesn't have to be going deep, right? Speed can be yards after catch. Tyreek Hill, that great play where Mahomes threw uh, uh, the ball to him and he torched the Buffalo Bills in the in the 13 seconds game. That that wasn't a that wasn't a bomb. It was yards after catch. And what sticks with me about the San Francisco offense and why I like this fit is because it's all about angles. Just a different geometry of the field. You see that with their run game. You see that with Debo last year. You see that with Kittle. Waddle and Hill, man, if they can stay healthy, wow. This is it is going to be incredible to watch. None of it matters if they haven't fixed their offensive line, though. Um, they brought in Taron Armstead, the prized free agent of 2021 from the Saints. If he can stay healthy, that'll be a big help. They bring in Connor Williams, the guard from the Dallas O-line. They put him at center. Get, that's getting a lot of camp hype, like Connor Williams is re- turning into a leader and being a really important piece. Um, so we could see that. But uh, yeah, let's let's pick the line here, and then we'll talk about the defense uh, as we pick up the line. All right, let's pick the line. Are you ready for some football? Miami Night Dolphins. All right. The line for Miami is eight and a half. And I'm as I as you can tell, I'm excited about the offense in theory. You know, I, I'm just really excited to see what Tua can do. I think, you know, most quarterbacks, I did I guess I didn't get a chance to say this, but I think most quarterbacks who are going to be superstars show you that they're superstars within the first couple years. Just with how um, how different it is from the old days, be- the jump from college football playbooks to NFL playbooks isn't as much. Like a lot of colleges are running a lot of advanced stuff. So I just think if you're a superstar, you're going to show in the first two years, and Tua really hasn't. But I do think he's the type of quarterback that could really run this offense. Waddle and Hill on the same team. How fast are those guys? And all those fast running backs. Just the juice on this team is really exciting to me. And the defense is largely intact. You know, they, they have all the talent and all the, all the uh, uh, big name power that got us excited last year. Byron Jones, Xavier Howard on the, on the corners. You know, they kept Emmanuel Ogba. They brought in Melvin Ingram as a rotational uh, rusher. Just a good, solid defense with, I guess, the best compliment I can give any defense is the potential to have a great year if their players don't get hurt. And that's all you can really ask in the modern NFL. So Miami eight and a half, I am going over. I am hopeful. I think they're going to take the league by storm on offense here and the defense is going to be able to hold up. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. And, and, and then we'll see a surge of nerds, a surge of nerds hired from here on. This is the beginning. They already took over the movies. We're taking over football. Nerds unite. All right. My name is Miles. Muckle Teal Football Show on Mondays after Monday Night Football, Thursdays after Thursday Night Football. Follow us on Twitter at MUK underscore football. Subscribe, review, share on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Have a good Monday and 
Good night.